You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. This is Tim Mosley, your host today on Real Presence Live, coming at you live from Holy Spirit Church and Holy Spirit School. We are going to get to Father Ross LaFromboise in just a minute. He's sitting right here across the table from me. Just got a couple announcements to do first. First of all, I want to remind you that Dr. Paul Carson is an infectious disease specialist. He's going to be on Monday at 1030 Unreal Presence Live to talk about the coronavirus. He's going to give you the whole skinny, what's true, what's not, what to do. Dr. Paul Carson, Monday on Real Presence Live at 10.30 a.m. Now, I also want to invite you to visit the website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. You can listen to paid, sorry, listen to programming from your local area. Find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows. Submit a prayer intention for prayerfully yours. I love that segment, by the way. That is awesome to really pray for each other. I love it. And you can see what's happening from across the network on our news page. Be sure to check it out. Real Presence Radio. Just spell it all out. Dot com. All right. There we go. That is your cue. If you haven't already called in, get ready to call 877-795-0122. Call now. Father Ross LaFromboise is right here. He's a pastor of Holy Spirit Catholic Church. If there's anything you've been wondering about when it comes to why we believe as Catholics, you can ask us any question, any question. He's going to talk especially today about charisms and what that means and how we're all given charisms. We're all given gifts. The idea is, do we realize it, recognize it, and how do we use them to honor God and to help others? Father, welcome to the show. It's so great to be with you. Yeah, always good. I always love you. You have such a great, positive, peaceful, happy countenance and expression. Life is good and God is good. Amen. You see, and that's it. Our joy is in the Lord. That's great. That's wonderful. Well, good. Well, hey, so we have um, the idea of charisms. I think a lot of people might not, they've heard the word, right? They have, but what does it mean? Exactly. Why don't you explain a little more about that, please? You can think of it as, as when we're baptized, the Lord like bestows gifts upon us, mm-hmm. really to build up the whole body. He loves to give us gifts and allow us to do things to to carry out his work within the world. And charisms is just the the fancy biblical name, really, for those gifts that are given specifically to us and how they operate in in the life of the world and our community. My understanding is charism is is kind of the Greek uh, translation of grace, right? Grace is given to us, as you mentioned, at baptism. Yes, yeah. So so this whole sense of of the Lord giving us in this area is how we are for others. Mm -hmm. You know, there's many graces that are given to us Mm -hmm. uh, to really help us, like the the sevenfold spirits and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sevenfold grace, you know, of the Holy Spirit at confirmation and all this. But these are really meant for other people? How do we serve others? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's such an important point, Father, because, you know, so many people, especially in this day and age, you know, I mean, if you have a gift, and we've all been given gifts, is there's such a temptation to use it for our own gratification, right? Whether it's power, pleasure, prestige, you know, to be at service for others. Now, I'll be honest, I mean, I struggle with that sometimes myself, right? It's hard sometimes to always put your gifts at the service of God and the service of others. 
any uh, any little uh, obviously prayer is one thing, but maybe talk to our listeners. How do how do they take that and just really put our lives at the service of God and others? Well, one thing is just to remember, you know, the commandments to start there. You know mm-hmm. that we are to love God and to love our neighbor. So there is this actual commandment from God. That's what we're called to imitate God to to truly love others. So that has to be first and foremost. Uh, and we began to realize that actually we we actually enjoy helping other mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. you know. And and once we get into this more and more, then that begins to just explode. You know, one, one neat thing about charisms is that many people don't realize that it's it's different than our talents, our skills. It's it's actually ways in which supernatural grace works. So that when we're doing a certain activity, like God shows up and amazing things beyond us happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a it really helps us even grow in our own faith. Very true. That grace builds on nature. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. And we're just gonna—we're not gonna go to these parts of the Bible, but just we'll give our listeners three places in the Bible they can read about these. Saint Paul writes about it in First Corinthians twelve, Romans twelve, and Ephesians four. If they want to go there, and the other idea I, I, I like, Father, is is the idea of being called. You know, for instance, some people—I know some people, for instance, married, who uh, they have great gifts, great charisma. Well, I'll—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll, I'll lay one on you. This is John Denver. I was watching PBS the other night with my wife. John Denver, we know, is a great musician. You, you probably remember some of his songs. Take yep. Me Home, Country Road, right? Yeah. And, I'm, again, I'm not judging John Denver's heart or his wife's heart, okay? But as the biography goes on, he obviously had a great, great gift of music. He ended up, you know, he ended up divorcing from his first wife, you know, marrying again, you know, and just having lots of struggles. So the idea is if something in our life is going to take us away from our vocation, which with many people is marriage, we have to be careful that our occupation or our, our search for whatever it is doesn't interfere with our vocation. In other words, it should be building up your marriage. One thing I try to do with my marriage with Veronica is if this is going to take me away from Veronica and Romeo in a way that's not healthy for my family, then God's not calling me to it. Even if I'm capable of doing it, God's not calling me to it because he's not going to call me to anything that's going to hurt my covenant my vocation of marriage. In fact, that actually God wants us, to, yeah, to dive into our calling, mm-hmm. you know, our vocational call. And one of the neat things about charism is that it helps us to identify what's sometimes referred to as a call within a call. Mm-hmm. Like, like as I find my life lived out in marriage, um, perhaps with family, with within a community, how does the Lord actually work in a very unique way with me to be a blessing and a grace to my spouse, my wife, or my husband, to my children, to the community around me? And that's where charisms really kind of begin to play in, to understand how does God work and to recognize that beautiful sense of our own uniqueness mm-hmm. and how um, God works with us. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Father Ross Laframboise here. He's the pastor of Holy Spirit Catholic Church. Known him for a long time. You were at Saints Anne and Joachim a little bit. It was your transitional diaconate uh, I, I was my transitional diaconate, yep, the summer of 2002. Yes. Oh, really? That long ago? Already? It was a while ago. Holy Toledo. 18 years ago? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, it was that long ago. Oh, wow. That's amazing. But anyway, this is Straight Talk, so please give us a call at 877 He and I could converse all day, but we want to hear what you have to say in your questions. 877 Seven 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 nine five zero one two two. You can also, of course, message us on Facebook, and Gregory will get it to us. We're talking about charisms today. One question I think a lot of people probably have, Father, is how do I discern or understand or find the charisms I've been given? I think it's one of the 
the beautiful kind of openings as we begin to to learn about this and explore it in our lives is the whole gift of discernment. Mm -hmm. Like, how is God working in my life? We maybe have some sense of this in our prayer life, and hopefully this Lent has been an opportunity for all of you to, to dive deeper into prayer, especially into listening to God in prayer. But like, how does God speak? What is He saying? There's this process of discernment to figure out what's going on in life and where is God at in that. Well, this is a similar process of discernment, but now how in my helping and my being there for other people, how does how do I find God? Um, where does He show up? Mm -hmm. And so that beautiful sense of discernment is a is a great tool to to begin to understand how God works um, in my life and the life of others, and it just gets us attuned to to God. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the great ways to do that, you know, you talk about getting in tune with God, you know, if we just take it down to some real basic things, relationships, right, in our life, if you don't spend time with someone, it's hard to get to know them. Matter of fact, going back to the John Denver thing, one of the things he said on the interview was, yeah, we just kind of grew apart and our interests grew apart. We didn't have any common interests. You know, I guess my being on the road so much, that, exactly. You know, when you don't spend time together, common time together, it's hard. So spending time, obviously, with your spouse, if you're married, but also spending time with our Lord. I remember coming here several weeks ago, Father, on my way up to Fargo North. Uh, I was I was working, going to work with some students there, and you and Deacon were in adoration. I just loved it. Spending time with the Lord. Maybe talk about the importance of prayer, but especially in the presence of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament to help our discernment. Yeah, the the whole sense of of, of having unanswered questions like, mm. what is my purpose in life? Uh, what is my charism? What how, what is God saying to me? These involve discernment, and they they the only way we're going to get answers to those is by going to God. Mm-hmm. And so when we go to God and we begin just to be in His presence, listen to Him, everything begins to change. And and the fact is is that He's actually became incarnate. He's came into our midst and so his presence in the Eucharist is um, such a gift and so when we spend time just stopping by a church and just being there with Jesus in the tabernacle or even more powerfully in adoration like wow just to to be heart to heart face to face with with our Lord and Savior is a powerful thing and and then we can begin to ask him and listen and just Begin to learn his ways. That's so true. Talking with Father Ross LaFromboise here. He's pastor at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. And of course, watches over the school here. Those youngins. Aren't those youngins great? Oh, they're awesome. Yes. You know, one of the ways to get out of ourselves, right, and help us to spend some time with the kids, right? Doesn't that just lift you? I bet you love going into the classroom. I absolutely love being in the classrooms, lunchroom, wherever it is to encounter them. There's just an openness and a beautiful gift that they ha- they are to me and um, to those around them. Yeah, as Christ says, we need to become like little children, right? That that honesty, that authenticity, right? That trust. Oh, that's wonderful. Talking with Father Rosser, give us a call, 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122, or message us on Facebook. You know, you, you mentioned, Father, I was so good about uh, putting at the service of others. Brings to mind a couple, you know, times in my life. When I first got married, got married at 49 for the first time. You know, you know my wife, Veronica, she's amazing. But I, I struggled some, you know, because it was it was tough for me because I'd been single for so long, just adjusting to married life. And she was so good. She knew, you know, if I came home and I was kind of frustrated, she knew I, she, she would encourage me to go to one or two places. You say, go to the church, Tim, and spend some time with God, or go to your mom and help her because my mom's kind of needy. She knew those two things, right? I need to spend more time with God, right? to get the peace, to get it right there, and then I need to get outside of myself and serve others, right? You know, put action to that. And it's simple, but I can tell you it has made a profound difference in my life. 
over the course of years now, as we've gone, and by the way, our marriage is amazing. Now, the last seven years have just been amazing because of her help, because of God availing his grace to us, to me, and then our saying yes to that grace. Of course, I don't do it perfectly, but my whole point is, if there's listeners going, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work, it works. You know, something that you said caught my attention in, in the sense that I think it applies to so many of us. Mm-hmm. We can get so busy with kind of what we think the necessities of life, and some mm-hmm. of them certainly are, but there are many that, well, <laughs> they just kind of keep us busy. Yeah. And when we step back and begin to actually like go and help other people, there's a whole new freedom in life that mm-hmm. that brings to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think many of us just have forgotten that because we just... We think we don't have time to serve others and to yep. to love others, and yet when we do, beautiful things begin to happen. So thanks for sharing that. That's such a good point. You know, in, in our society, right? It's just um, we're in a more is better society, right? Our kids are in more things. We're doing more of this. We're, we're so scheduled, so over busy. Number one, we don't have time to stop and think. And number two, I think some people are, are afraid to stop and think because if they quiet their life, they might actually hear <laughs> the voice of God saying something. Yeah, and to... And there's really no reason to be afraid of that, and yet we find ourselves afraid. Mm. But do not be afraid. Amen. How many times does Jesus say that? (laughs) John Paul II and all of us, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, again, here we are, 877-795-0122. Give us a call, 877-795-0122. Or you can give us uh, a message uh, on, on Facebook. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's wonderful. It's easy to do. Father Ross, and, and it doesn't have to be just about charisms. Father Ross obviously is talking about, and it's such an important thing to do. I love how you talked about discernment, you know. We need discernment in all areas of our lives. But it really starts with that, um, you know, that, 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 that peace, that prayer, and going on with that. Um, all right, well, we have on the phone now here Francesca from Hawley, just about 20, 25 miles east of here. And her question is, how can you find your charism if you're young? Francesca, go ahead and talk to us. Ask your question with Father Ross, please. Hi. Hello. I can hear you, yes. Yes, what is your question? Well, my question is, how can you find your charism when you're still young? That's a great question. And for all the young people out there listening, you know, or, or parents, you know, or grandparents to think, how do we, how do we begin just to, to open ourselves up to think God is real and he wants to do beautiful things, you know? One of the beautiful gifts that you, Francesca, have and, and all young people is this, this openness to life and the many things to come. So think, Lord, how do you want to use me? So just begin to to reach and, and begin doing different things for your parents, for just to get involved in things and just start paying attention. How does God work? It actually, you know, it takes some time. And we, sometimes we even need kind of life experiences to understand like what our charisms are and how God uses us. But that's kind of the, that's the fun part of exploring, you know, to, to learn and to grow up and to discover all of these things. So, uh, so the the fact that it's on your mind isn't a beautiful thing, and I just encourage you just to pay attention. Like, you have to do things if you're not if you if you're not going to like help other people and uh, that type of thing. It'll be hard to know how God uses you. But if you do, um, take every opportunity you can to serve and to to help others, and you'll you'll find how God kind of um, works with you. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Well, Francesca, how old are you? 
Wow, 11. You have some brothers and sisters too, I bet, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. I just got a question for you. Father talked about doing some things. Maybe, for instance, I bet your mom's pretty busy doing stuff. Maybe, have you ever thought about looking around and saying, no, maybe you can do dishes for mom. Maybe you can clean something. Maybe you can take care of a younger brother or sister if you have one. Ever thought about doing that? Mm, sometimes. Yeah, so, so and what you do as you begin to do those things, pay attention to what happens. Especially in other people, you know, I mean, for all of us who are listening, you know, um, like as we do things, let's ask ourselves the questions like, you know, what what comes from this? You know, as I, I step in and I start to do dishes, for instance, when it wasn't even my turn or my responsibility, like, how do people respond? And from that, we can begin to, to tell like, ah, oh, yeah, the Lord seems to be working in this way. Maybe it's a sense of like, somebody was just deeply encouraged, you know, like, ah, oh, I was just having a hard, mom was maybe having a hard day or something, and then you do that, and like, you just see that she was encouraged. Like, oh, that's a, ah, oh, there's something there, and then look for other opportunities to encourage people, and you might begin to discover you might actually have a charism of encouragement. You know, or, or maybe it's like, because you helped do the dishes, um, it just gave the freedom to another sibling or somebody else to do, um, to do other things and the things in the family just go so much better. So like, oh, maybe this is a charism of what's called helps where you become an assistant um, and, and help somebody um, lead and guide the family. So things like that. Does that help, Francesca? Okay. Is, isn't it great? Yeah. You, can be a, you can be a great example and witness in your family. As, as Father Ross said, when your siblings see you doing something good and like, that made mom happy, you know, or that made my sibling happy, they'll, they'll enter into them before you know it. You have an even happier, holier household than you have now. How crazy is that? Well, that, that sounds I, great. Yes, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds great, Francesca. Thanks a lot. We appreciate that. Thank you so much for Thanks calling. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah, bye now. You know, Father, that just that conversation, thinking of family, just made me think of the domestic church. That is the first place where we learn all these things, isn't it? It is. It's so important to be able to instill these beautiful gifts. You know, they, this is when they start to get developed, whether it's our charisms, whether it's learning how to pray. All of these things happen at these ages. In fact, you know, statistics are coming out to say that many many of our young people are even leaving the faith at such young, young ages. You know, what if it, maybe 12 or 13 or something is even the average age now. So this whole sense of of, of beginning to just explore these th concepts with them is, is awesome. So they can develop not only academically, uh, but also spiritually. Great. We're talking with Father Ross LaFromboise here at Holy Spirit Catholic Church and School up here in North Fargo on Real Presence Live. This is a segment called Straight Talk. We had a great, great call from Francesca. Thanks again, Francesca, for calling. We would love to hear from you. we got about 10 minutes left, so there's time for another call or a Facebook message. Message. <laughs> Give us a call at 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. Or you can message us on Facebook. And Greg Real will get the question right over to us. You know, Father, maybe just a little bit, we're talking about discernment again and then the charism where God is calling. Maybe talk a little bit about uh, the, the discernment for a vocation. Is it going to be a priestly or religious vocation or is it going to be marriage? I know that, you know, for years of my life, I 
I never discerned the call to the priest, but I certainly thought about it. You probably had some you know, discernment there as well. What about for those young people probably who were kind of, okay, is God calling me to marriage? He's calling me to the priesthood. He's calling me to religious life. Maybe some, some encouragement there to how they can move through this as God calls them to this. You know, Tim, I think, I think it's a great question really for all of us because the principles of discernment kind of apply across the whole mm-hmm. spectrum. Mm-hmm. So that first and foremost um, discernment is what is my vocation? Mm-hmm. And, and that involves really uh, coming to God and say, God, who, who do you see me? How do you see me? You know, who do you see me as? It's like, and begin to just understand who God is, mm-hmm. letting him kind of speak for himself. Sometimes we can have all these false notions of, of who God is and thus these false notions of who God thinks we are. Mm-hmm. And so as we begin to discover that, it becomes easier just to to understand like, Lord, what do you want me to do? How, how do you want me to, to live and, and breathe in this world, you know? And so as we do that, then uh, prayer just becomes so essential to that daily prayer where we're you know meditating, contemplating, listening, talking to God. And that begins to to really become clear as to like ah oh, which direction is the Lord leading me in, and so that that sense of discernment of vocation is is really big. But then, as we may feel like the Lord really is calling us to to the priesthood, to religious life, to married life, then, especially as we would enter into that, then we begin to ask even more like, and how how within this life do you want me to to serve others? And that's where the charisms really. Um, come into play because they allow us to know what the special gifts God has given me to build up um, the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so that's also uh, another discernment, which is, you know, in line with just the discernment every day in our prayer, like, Lord, where are you at? And Mm -hmm. what are you doing in my life? To notice, like, do we notice patterns where the Lord is, he's always like talking to me about this in the last week or two. And that's so powerful because when we listen to that and sit in that, stay in that, Great things happen in our spiritual life. Amen. Talking with Father Ross LaFromboyster, pastor at Holy Spirit Catholic Church in North Fargo. You know, you, you mentioned earlier that call within a call. And, of course, whenever anyone says that, my mind automatically goes to Mother Teresa, right? You know, she gets the call to the religious life, right? But yeah. then she gets that call within a call to form a new order. And we all know, serve the poorest of the poor. You know, and, and which is great. You know, you talked about that call within a call. And you just mentioned that again. And one of the things that really always amazes me at Mother Teresa, she was in Calcutta, right? And she was uh, at that girls' school. She was, you know, leading it, but right outside the walls were the slums of Calcutta. She felt that call to leave the convenience and the relative safety and everything there to go out basically by herself. And and, and probably we were not going to be called to something like that. But one of the things that I know I've discerned, when we are called to something, we can't have everything, but God knows the things that are going to make us happier. So maybe talk for a little bit, but if I do this, I have to give this up. I've gone through in the mouth, you have too, trusting in God maybe, so that if he is calling me to this, the giving this up, whatever else it is, is okay. Well, the Lord wants our happiness, Mm -hmm. and that's why, you know, I mentioned discerning vocation. It's like, we need to first of understand who God is, that he really loves us, and that he he wants the best for us. And so once that's determined, then a lot of things easily flow from there. But even as we live in that, then how do we actually um, operate in in a way that 
we allow God to lead and guide us in all things. And that's where, you know, one of the aspects of charisms in our service of others, for instance, is that, that as we're doing our, our charism, there's a sense of just joy and we feel like we could do it forever. Mm-hmm. We've like found our place. Mm-hmm. And so, so in so much that our vocation is going to make us the happiest, the way we serve others and the way God works with us is always going to bring us the greatest happiness. And so, so be it if we forego other things, because that's exactly what we want to do anyway. We get, you know, um, we can serve in many ways that don't bear a lot of fruit because they're not our charisms and they can get us discouraged. We can even get burnt out. But, but when we find out how God is working in us, then, then we really are happy. And, and we're, it's just, it's, it's not even a second thought to say the, to think about the sacrifices, Mm -hmm. just like it might be in marriage, you know, in the sense of like, it doesn't matter what sacrifices. I don't mind if my wife or my husband is sick. I'm here to serve them. And there's a joy in doing that. That's so true, Father Ross. And if you want to give us a call, you have probably time for one more call, 877 or message us on Facebook. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Whether it's Mother Teresa, which we can go into, she was a joyful person, even though some people, how can you be joyful just pulling people out of the gutter, literally? And because that was her call, and that gave her joy. That was her call. Married life. I know for the times when I do say yes to God and I enter into that more fully, I feel so much more peace, so much more relaxed, so much more joyful living out is pressing into that vocation, right? That call to love. Because that's our universal call, right? The call to love, the universal call to holiness. Wow. Well, Father, we have about three or four minutes left here. We may get another call, but maybe just some some overall things for our listeners as far as, you know, cares. What's coming to your mind now that people might need to know about charisms, about prayer, about following Christ? Yeah, one of the things, if perhaps this conversation has sparked some interest in, like the charisms and what might be mine. How is, how is the God bestow grace upon me to to live in the body of Christ and, and so I, because that's how God does, like He wants to really bestow great grace and dignity on each one of us and to understand what that gift is is a beautiful thing. So if you wanted to go forward, how would you do it? Well. The St. Catherine of Siena Institute is a, a great place to, to start. They actually have some personal discernments. They do offer different workshops um, in different places. If you happen to be in this local um, listening area in Fargo, actually this coming Sunday from 1 to 5.30 up here at um, Holy Spirit, I'll, I'll do a, a session introducing the charisms. But, but there are opportunities to um, dive in. So the St. Catherine of Siena Institute is a great place to go. And just to begin paying attention as you do things, what seems to come of it? Like, where do you see God um, blessing your work? And that would be a, a great place to, to start. That's wonderful. Now, I, you're so humble here, Father. I want to make sure I heard that right. You said from 1 o'clock to 5.30. Is it this Sunday? This coming Sunday, yep. Yep, just right here at... Uh, right here at Holy Spirit yep, Church. Church. You have to be in this right area. Right in the social hall behind us here? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's great. And, and you'll be given kind of an introduction to the charism? Yeah, just kind of an overview. Okay. You know, to get, get people started and that type of a thing. Yeah. Wonderful. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, you know, when we think about the charism, the call, you know, it's... It, it's so, so, I think, important. As you mentioned, that is where we're going to find our joy. That is where we're going to find our peace, our happiness. And, you know, I've never seen a hearse. I mean, a U-Haul behind a hearse, right? You know, that famous <laughs> saying, right? I, a, a little key to most of us. We're not going to find it probably in power, pleasure, prestige, you know, pleasure, all these things, right? But it really is in giving of ourselves, that, that gift of self. How is God calling me to do this in a unique way? And that's going to give us the peace and the joy that, that, that we're really looking for. Yeah, in the, in the funeral liturgies, it speaks about how... We don't bring a lot with us, but one of the things we bring with us is, you know, the good works. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an interesting thing to think about how, it's really how we've imitated God, because God is all about good works. He gives mm-hmm. us so many blessings. And so to to understand um, how the Lord works in us just makes it all the easier to um, 
to do his work in this world. Isn't that true? I got to go back to Mother Teresa one more time because what you said just reminded me of this. When Mother Teresa died, you know, her, her, her they wrote their saris, you know, uh, and, and, and they would actually wash them and didn't really matter who had the next one, kind of fit, put it on. But when she died, her possessions fit in a shoebox, a pair of sandals and a prayer book. And yet she's one of the most well-known, recognized, amazing saints of all. We don't have to have a lot of material possessions, do we? Sometimes they can cloud our vision, can't they, Father? They can. You know, there are two things. The material things are, 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 are treasure, where we, like, oh, we got to buy things. Mm-hmm. And the other is our time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we talked earlier, all these activities we get in, they, they can cloud our lives, too. And we... We no longer live in the happiness that the Lord created us for. Isn't that true? It just it really can just so take away from it. Again, in our society, we're not saying you can have some nice and good things, but, well, for instance, you go back, and Abraham was a rich man, but he was still able to focus on God. Too many times, right, the lure of riches, right? What, is, what does St. Paul say? The love of money is the root of, not money itself, but the love of money is the root of all of evil. Where's our heart? We can't love both God and money. Where's your heart? One yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Father, we have about a minute left. Uh, maybe s- just some, some final things to wrap up and maybe end with a prayer if you would, too. Okay. Yeah. So just, um, you know, we're getting into the heart of Lent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked actually quite a bit, you know, in this, this last segment here about discernment. You know, where's discernment at in your life? You know, have, do you, are you able to recognize God's voice? Um, and if not, like, where might that be? And begin to, to seek that out, to, to long for that. Is it... As a deer longs for running streams, let us long for that for the Lord, um, particularly as we dive deeper into Lent. So let us just end that in prayer. Heavenly Father, allow our hearts to truly long for you, to truly know how you are working in our life, how you love us, and how we are called to serve others. So we ask all this now in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father Ross. We appreciate it. Up next is a group working to set the church on fire through worship of Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament. Hear what this group is and how you can experience this special ministry. And later, they're helping families transition from homelessness into home life in a beautiful way. Find out who they are and what led them to this great ministry. We also have another full hour of Real Presence Live to come. Stay with us. We'll be back right after this. (laughs) 